Welcome to episode 23 of Early Stoppage. I'm your host, Derek Moody, and on today's show, I had the pleasure of speaking to Bellator heavyweight contender Tim Johnson. We spoke about his time within the UFC, signing with Bellator, his thoughts on the Bellator heavyweight Grand Prix, and his upcoming fight against Czech Congo and Bellator 208. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Joining me today is Bellator heavyweight Timothy Johnson. Welcome to Early Stoppage. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, I like to start the show off by getting to know the person behind the fighter. So we'll kick this off with some random questions and work our way back to MMA. Sounds good. Do you have a favorite movie? Ooh, I have a multitude of favorite movies, and I'm uh, when I always uh, get asked, uh, I can never think of them. I'm kind of a I'm a movie buff. I watch all kinds of movies from all kinds of genres, and um, just to think of uh, a movie offhand. Uh, well, I'm going to go with a series. I'm going to go with like the Band of Brothers series. Now, has there ever been a person that you met or saw and you were starstruck for a moment? Um, God, who would? There has been. And I'd probably have to say, I don't know, probably the first time I met Forrest Griffin. Now, what's your favorite meal? Uh, favorite meal is either going to be uh, that's going to be a tough choice too. <laughs> um, I'm a I'm a little biased on my meat because I grew up on a hog farm, so I like I like pork a lot. Um, I like a, I like a good solid pork loin, but it's going to be tough to to um, you know compete with a good steak, potatoes, and asparagus. Now, what's your current obsession? Uh, current obsession. Oh man, <laughs> well that changes quite a bit too. Um, Probably depends on whatever the current game is that I'm playing on Xbox. Now, what's your biggest fear? Probably the same as anybody. Uh, people got a pretty big fear of failing, and I think I'm probably right out there. Now, what's your favorite sport aside from mixed martial arts? Well, that'd be wrestling. Um, you know, I did it my whole life. But mainstream sport would be football. You have a favorite team? Ah, Minnesota Vikings. Now, if you weren't a mixed martial artist, what would you be? Uh... Well, probably what I am right now. I'm being a truck driver. <laughs> now, uh, do you remember the first MMA fight you ever saw? Uh, the first uh, the first show I went to locally, yep, I do remember that. That was up here in Fargo, and I had a couple of people I knew fighting on it. Um, that was well before I knew anything about the sport. And I don't remember the exact uh, first UFC event that I saw televised. Probably one that sticks out to me most is the Forrest Griffin versus Stefan Bonner. Now, was there a fighter that you enjoyed watching growing up? Uh, everyone liked the watching the ice man, but uh, I'd say uh, Rich Franklin. I enjoyed watching Rich Franklin fight a lot. Now, how did you get into mixed martial arts? Uh, by accident, uh, was going uh, finished wrestling up here at uh, Minnesota State University Moorhead. There were some area heavyweights that were getting into the fight game, and heavyweights are hard to come by. So after I got done wrestling, they asked me to come by and just start training with them, not not fighting, not striking, just uh, come roll around with them. I had to train with him for about six weeks. I decided I wanted to take a fight. So probably about 10 weeks of training in MMA, I took my first fight. Now, do you remember your uh, collegiate wrestling record? Uh, that I couldn't tell you. Um, <laughs> I could probably guess it. I think I probably averaged about uh, seven, eight losses a year. When you were in the UFC, how was your experience within the, within the company? Uh, with everyone behind the scenes, uh, very good. I got along with everybody great, and there's a lot of good people working behind the scenes. 
Um, and I, you know, I thought I would got along with everyone really great and all my experiences for the most part have been good with them. Okay. Did you have many interactions with Dana White? Uh, just a couple at, uh, you know, events that they put on like, uh, the, the, the USC expo and, you know, just their, you know, this is their little events that they put on every year. You kind of see them a little bit. You went four and three within the UFC and you just won in February. So I'm curious as to why you and the UFC decided to cut ties. Yeah, no, I was kind of surprised by that too, along with everybody else. Uh, there was a lot of interest for them to re-sign me. You know, I could speculate, you know, some reasons why they probably didn't want to, but it would merely be speculation. So, you know, I just, you know, picked up the, picked up the bags and moved on to an organization that, well, um, you know, seems like they embraced me with open arms and I think uh, it's going to have a good future there. Now, what was the deciding factor that made you sign with Bellator over some of the other promotions? Uh, just their, I like their format. I like what they're doing. They're established. Um, people know who Bellator is. Even, um, you know, UFC noobs know what Bellator is. So, and overall, uh, Raider, um, viewership and ratings-wise, they're not too far behind the UFC. So you still get uh, plenty of exposure through them yet uh, without, uh, you know, going down to even one uh, different kind of organization. Bellator has still got the viewership almost as much as UFC. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Bellator is definitely the uh, closest to the UFC as far as uh, numbers and establish, uh, you know, their fighters, their TV contract as well. Now, how many fights is your Bellator contract for? It is for four fights or 18 months. Now, have you had any interactions with Scott Coker? Um, not, not since I signed. I actually had a couple of interactions with him while I was in the UFC, just running into him at, you know, random places every now and then. But no, but I haven't, I haven't sat down and talked to Scott or talked to him yet since I signed. Now, have you been keeping up with the Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix? Oh, yeah, that I have been. Um, I'm, uh, I go train with the Outer Extreme Couture quite often and uh, get along, uh, you know, with Roy as a friend of mine. So I've been, I was out there helping him for a couple of his camps and vice versa. So, yeah, I've been keeping a close eye on it. The headlining fight when you make your debut is Fedor versus Chill. Who do you see winning that fight? Uh, yeah, I got asked this last week, and um, it's not going to be a popular opinion. I guess for some reason, I mean, just for some reason, I feel like Chael's going to pull a rabbit out of his rear end and win. <laughs> yeah, you know what? For some reason, this fight reminds me of when uh, Chael had to fight Shogun. Everyone was thinking Shogun was going to destroy him on the feet, and Chael just ran up and grabbed his neck. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, uh, I, I don't have any reason behind it. I just think that Chael's going to pull it out. <laughs> All right. Now, who do you see winning the tournament out of the remaining four guys? Um, when the, it was the first round of the tournament, when I was uh, still with the UFC, he got asked that question. And I said the back then I said the winner of the Roy Nelson versus Matt Mitrione fight, the winner of that fight would win the tournament. And I'll still stand by that. Uh, I think I think Meathead's probably going to win it. All right. Now, when the tournament started, if you had the opportunity to fight one of the guys, and if you win, you could replace them in the tournament, who would you have fought? I would have fought, I would have fought Mitrione. So you think you match up well with Matt Mitrione? Well, I think he was just, after he beat Roy, you know, he just singled himself up as probably the more favorite. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to well, – why, why do you want to fight the guy you think is going to be second? Let's fight the top guy. Okay, yeah, good answer. Now, at Bellator 208 on October 13th, you face Czech Congo. What weaknesses, if any, do you see in his game? Um, 
you know, he's been around for a long time, and there's not a lot. You're not going to surprise him with pretty much anything. I think he's seen every kind of fighting style, every kind of grappling style there is. So um, from him, I know he's not going to – from what he's going to see from me, ain't going to surprise him. But from my perspective, looking at him, you know, he's a great kickboxer. Um, he's got he's got great t- uh, takedown defense. But the only hole that I would say would probably be him off his back. Yeah, I, th- I think he struggled with that. And I'm surprised more wrestlers haven't tried to get him down and keep him down. Um, it's actually surprising that he wasn't in the heavyweight Grand Prix because he's 10-2. and two, is the most heavyweight wins within Bellator. That's kind of shocking. Yeah, there was, a, there was talk that he was going to be in the tournament. I was just talking uh, to Adam Hunter about this on um, a couple days ago. And I said, like, there was talk that he was going to be in the tournament but I forgot one of his uh who his teammate is who was in the tournament and uh Jack wouldn't fight in the tournament just because he didn't want to run into his teammate ah okay okay interesting now in the past you've helped Roy Nelson out with his camp and now he fights the day before you are you guys helping each other out for your upcoming fights oh yeah that we are I'll be heading out there in a couple weeks and then we'll we'll brainstorm and he'll I'll fight I'll fight a style when we're sparring, I'll fight a certain style way that he uh, will help him, and then he'll do it vice versa. Now, are you bringing in anybody specific to help you out with your camp? Uh, no, we don't really have anybody to bring in that I know of. Uh, just uh, just get to the gym and put in the work, basically. Now, this will be your first fight under Bellator, and fighting and winning against Congo is huge. Now, is this the type of fight that you wanted for your Bellator debut? This is definitely a type of fight that I've been wanting for quite a long time, uh, whether it was my Bellator debut or, you know, in the, when I was with the UFC, I wanted to fight a name too. But, uh, yeah, this is a, kind of the route that I want to go. And, you know, if you don't like, you sit back and fight lower, lower guys, or, you know, maybe I'm in that, that area too. I don't know what people put me at. But um, if I want to try to play with the big, big boys, then I guess it's time to start getting to it been some talk that Congo is someone who could be in line for a title shot following the tournament. Now, if you were to beat him decisively, where do you think that puts you? Yeah, that's, that, that's my game plan for this whole thing. I wanted to take a, I wanted to fight the guys who lost the tournament um, after this fight and uh, somehow put me in line for contention. All right. Now, how do you see your fight going with Congo? Um, yeah, I haven't really thought out a game plan yet. Actually, I haven't even watched any of his most recent fights. But, no, the grappler versus striker. So, if I can uh, get work my game, it's going to be a good day. If he works his game, it's going to be a good day for him. Daniel Cormier just won the heavyweight title against Stipe Miocic. Now, what are your thoughts about Stipe not getting the rematch and them deciding to give Brock Lesnar a shot against Cormier? Yeah, if there's any guy that deserves an instant rematch that's ever happened in, like, you know, the last how many years? I can think of a couple, but it's definitely Stipe. Um, people, for some some reason or another, you know, a lot of people didn't latch on to Stipe and didn't get on his train very often from a fan base standpoint. But the consecutive title defenses and how long he did it, like, that's uh, historical. It's, like, actually something that's pretty special, and he probably should have deserved a second uh, uh, rematch right away. Yeah, you know, in my opinion, I feel like it's it's a, a big error on the UFC's part because they have these these athletes who they could really make a star, but they're just not investing in them. Steve should be way bigger than he is, way bigger. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. Like he's like he's a he's a, he was the heavyweight champ of the world. You know, he was a 
one of the toughest men on the planet and he's still working as a firefighter you know he's still being a part of the community like that that's a story right there yeah it really is and it's, it's kind of crazy that they didn't you know that they don't really get behind him now as, as far as you being a trucker and you um training how often do you have time to train if you're on the road um i, I just uh drive truck regionally so I'll, i'm like i'm in fargo every night all day i drive around you know i'll leave i'll drive to a town that's about you know three hours away to drive back then my day is done then i get to training or you know depending on the day i start out at the day with a run then i get in the truck then i stop halfway between my routes and get a, a noon workout in then i go on my last route then i come back get my strength and conditioning done and my sparring and that type of stuff now have you seen the tv show fargo I haven't seen the TV show, no, uh, the, but I have seen the movie plenty of times, which ironically, in the movie, they're only in Fargo for like two minutes. <laughs> I was wondering if there are any correlation, is it any true representation of Fargo at all? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not that I'm aware of. Like, they call it Fargo, but it's like they, the only part of the Fargo that they were in was in the beginning of the movie when they met at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so curious about that. All right. Uh, hey, Tim, how can your fans stay up to date with you on social media? Um, my Twitter and Instagram is tbeartim, um, and my Facebook page is uh, just an a athlete page, Timothy Johnson. So feel free to give me a follow. I'm trying to get, starting to get a little better with that social media game. I'm one of those, those uh, youngish old guys who hate technology, but it's coming around to the times. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I appreciate you being on Early Stoppage today, and I wish you the best at Bellator 208. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. That'll wrap up today's show with Tim Johnson. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Until next time, peace.